here we are, hardly failing. With the Lock Nuts. Episode 34, The Communication Train. If there was one theme, Mama Locknuts, that you could say would sum up this entire podcast, what would that theme be? Communication. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, what do you think we're going to talk about today? Hmm, I wonder. What could it be? Well, I think it's about whether dogs can juggle or not, but... No, we're going to talk about communication. I think it's a very, very cool thing. Uh, You actually were the one to do all the handy-dandy research on all this stuff and go ahead and look at it. I mean, me and you, we we talk about this, or you and I, I'm sorry, improper communication. (laughs) You and I talk about communication a lot, but what... What is communication? Are there, there are different ways to go about doing it? How is this going? Is it, is it just you and I talking to each other? Is that communication? Or what, what is communication? I communication is one small thing. I think it's all very, it's very, it's a big thing with lots of small different branches. And I think we're really just hitting on one part of it, two maybe. I don't I think can, we're, you know. Yeah, I can buy that. Uh, so I don't think it's like the whole shebang. I completely agree with you, Mama Locke. We we talk about communication a lot when we're looking at communicating, couples, relationships, things that need to be done, things that need to be said. It is one of the most important things when it comes to a relationship, I would say, is the communication. That way you know where you stand and your partner knows where they stand. Yeah, and even in just regular relationships too, with your kids, with your family, you know, people in general. Oh, so heck just, yeah. you know, in marriages or relationships. That's a, that's 100% true. Um, but there's more than one way to communicate. And y- we're going to talk about the, the, the verbal, four, yeah, the, there's, verbal side yeah, of things. Yeah, there's four different ways that people usually communicate or types. Verbally. Or, yeah. Verbally. The, yeah. And what are they, Mama Locke? Um, passive communication, aggressive communication, passive-aggressive communication, and assertive communication. I've got to be the assertive type, right? Mm, I don't know. We'll find out, <laughs> I guess, won't we? <laughs> so passive, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and assertive. That's, yeah, there's got four kinds right there. Mm-hmm. So which one do you want to start talking about first and kind of explain I think it's easier just to go in a row. Go in a row? <laughs> we okay. will get confused. That's, uh, that's... Pretty much true. So, yeah. starting off with passive communication, uh-huh. what are you? What does that have to deal with? Um, not expressing your feelings or your needs and ignoring your own personal rights and allowing others to do whatever basically they want. Okay. So, kind of like having somebody just walk all over you. Yeah. You kind of like a wallflower. Wallflower? Yeah. I'll take your word. I don't put flowers on the wall, but I, I guess I guess I understand what you're saying. They're there, but they're not there. Yeah. Um, how how would you? I mean, okay. What would you say if I were to say that? Because obviously, what you just described is the person isn't talking at all. Right. Communicating. Right. They don't really acknowledge what, their feelings or their thoughts. Or... What would be a verbal way of communicating that? Because I'm I'm not really sure what you're getting at there. Um, so I guess an example would be, I'm okay with whatever you want to do. That kind of thing, I guess. Okay. So really just like, and no feelings, no thoughts, just kind of whatever. I guess I do that a lot when it comes to getting food or anything like that. Cause it's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. 
I guess I'm, I'm actually pretty passive when it comes to that sort of stuff because I know that I'm not that picky. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, in, in our life, I think that would probably be a good example of it when it comes down to what do you want to have for supper tonight or what do you want to do? Well, it's, it's funny like, that you well, say you know, stuff whatever. like that because then, well, let's say we'll go somewhere, we'll get food, and you would be like, well, why do we go here? Why are we eating this? This is bad food. And it's kind of like, that's not really passive. You come back awful aggressive. So I don't really know. So I start passive, <laughs> and then I get aggressive. <laughs> but it's not passive-aggressive. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think I it. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be. I don't know. You're weird. You're lots of them. Now, is there any benefit to being passive? In my eyes, personally, what I think. Yes. In relationships, probably there are probably times where it's good. I would think, but I don't know. Probably yeah. not. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if I'm very. I'm not very a passive person. I can't answer that. <laughs> I I would have to say that I think you hit it right on the head when you're talking about in certain situations. Yeah. Does it make sense to stand your ground and battle absolutely every inch? No. 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 Sometimes just letting something fly, it's like, all right, yeah, whatever. Whatever you want to do. doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Sometimes that's a good thing, to be always the one dictating how everything goes. Like, yes, I want to go ahead and do this. Yes, we're going to go ahead and do this. Yes, we're going to go ahead and do that. I think that definitely makes the relationship one-sided and really puts a damper on the the unity or the team essence right. of being a team, being right. married, right. being together. If you're together. not being a team, you're not working at the same goal, then yeah. you're doing something not right. Or like you even said, just in a, in a normal relationship, if yeah. one person's in a, a friendship or something like that right. is constantly person, doing yeah. stuff, you if leave you're constantly the other person being the person hanging. that has to give, or you're the constant person that has to make all the plans, or you're constantly the person that's doing all the work, then it's not really a friendship. No, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So the next one, Mumalak, is aggressive communication. Now, I can I can only assume that that means that being you're... Being defensive, being, being hostile. Yeah, you you have a very good chance of alienating somebody or hurting yeah. somebody that's out there. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you can be aggressive with stuff and not be hurtful or mean. But most of the time when we go and look at aggressive, that's kind of what you, you think. Yeah, I think aggressive is kind of off-putting also. Yeah. You know, you're kind of like, ooh, that person's not good. They're coming off really aggressive. Most times when you hear that, most people are like, oh, that's, you know, off-putting. Yeah. Somebody like that, though, I mean, or somebody, but when you go ahead and you use that aggressive communication, um, sometimes from what I've seen, because I, I can be aggressive when it comes to verbally mm-hmm. uh, trying to do stuff, um, I can relate that back to my job. Sometimes being that aggressive personality is going to get you your answers faster. It's going to get your your task done faster because someone's taking charge and getting stuff done. Yeah, It's not necessarily always the best thing because you might be sacrificing other people's thoughts or ideas or things like that. But at times it does work to kind of help move something along and get to your end goal faster. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the best. Sometimes it works, but I completely agree with you on that. That majority of time, that it's just kind of like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that like, person is not something that I need to deal with. <laughs> no, exactly. I, like I said, I can relate it to work and me just saying something down the line of, "This is how we're going to do this to get this done." Nope, we're not but listening that's never to you. Worked for you, we're going to go ahead and do that. 
Yo, no, in a relationship, yeah. eh, I don't know. I mean, there well, are you times... you told me I had to change my name. How'd that work for you? Oh, swimmingly. <laughs> Absolutely great. I don't respond too well to that type no. of personality. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I would say, though, at some points, I think like when we were talking about uh, feelings and stuff like that, there are times one person has to be that person. Mm-hmm. Like there are times you have to be the passive, I have to be the aggressive, and there are times where I have to be the aggressive and you have to be the passive. I think I said that the same you way. You said it the same way twice, but that's okay. You understand what I'm saying, though. <laughs> you can't both be aggressive and you can't both be passive because yeah. then you're going to be spinning your tires. Yeah. And that's that's just not going to be very, very good at all. No, you don't want to be the same thing at the same time all the time either because, yike. No, I completely agree. You'd be constantly going around and around in a circle, and that'd be too much. Yeah, I I completely agree. (laughs) I don't think I fit in any of these categories. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. What's the next Uh, one, Mama Locke? um, Passive-aggressive is the next one. Ooh. So that means you're like... You're You're aggressive at being calm. No, you're acting (laughs) all cool and calm on the surface, but you're really... You kind of act out in minor ways with anger. Like revenge, you know? Ooh, I guess so. Yeah. Well, this one could be you. Exerting control over others by using sarcasm or indirect communication or avoiding the conversation. Wow, that hit you right on the head. That's... <laughs> I I may or may not be sarcastic. And yes. I think that comment even may or may not be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you to a T. I didn't read that till right now, but that is you to a T. Yeah. Yeah, you're passive aggressive. See, I told you you were both of those top ones. Maybe that one. I don't know how you could go about verbally kind of being passive aggressive. Like an example of that. Um, I guess if you're just saying sarcasm and stuff like that, um, like I can I can relate it to work again. When somebody wants to do something that I clearly don't agree with, (laughs) no, I could go ahead and say something down the line of, "Oh yeah." Let's try that. That sounds like it's going to work. Yeah. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Obviously, I'm kind of trying to get my point across that I don't agree with it. Right. But I'm not outright going ahead and saying that. It's sometimes in our relationship, I may, <laughs> I may have There is a sarcastic. lot of sarcasm in our relationship, and it is not coming always from it, this end over here by me. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not just by me either. So You said not always. I know. I know. Um <sighs> I think most of the time when I go ahead and do stuff like that now, I think in the beginning, and this would be a question for you to kind of answer, but um, I think in the beginning you didn't take that very well, my sarcasm. No. As for now you realize I'm doing it to kind of levitate the situation. Levitate the situation. <laughs> make, make the situation fly. No. I think, um, to create oh, levity and, you know. Yeah, I think also for you that's kind of your your shield yeah. You kind of use it to block whatever oh, serious yeah. conversation we're having, and that's the way you kind of can control the situation in your own way. Yeah. So I think that's also another reason you do it, is so that when we're talking about something that makes you feel like it's out of your comfort zone or it's too serious, you want to f- you feel like you need to have something in there to either, like you said, lighten the situation or to be able to control the situation in whatever manner you need. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And I know sometimes when you've been sad or blue or something like that, I will make some of these sarcastic comments or remarks or things like that to try and put a smile on your face. Just because mm-hmm. I don't want to see you sad or anything like that. Um, but I can definitely see if you didn't understand that that's what I'm doing, 
some outsider or something like that could take it as being really mean spirited or things like that <laughs> yeah there are some kind but probably people could boy, you're right this guy's a jerk yeah so uh, i guess i can kind of understand that yeah, a little that's bit you. we found you stop, you were in there stop pointing at that so hard <laughs> stop assertively pointing that really hard no so assertive is the next one yeah and what what's assertive uh, that one's just basically someone who's really direct and honest about what they feel, think. So I could actually be potentially... Because I got, I got my sarcasm, but I'm also pretty direct and say how I feel about things and mm, what I think. And I don't know. Stop that. <laughs> stop that. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. <laughs> I can't say. My goodness. So an, an assertive, like you said, you're direct, honest, you're talking about all this stuff, you're respecting other people's feelings, ideas, and things like that, and you really just want to make sure that you're having people go ahead and assert their own ideas. You don't want people to be threatened by what you're saying, Yeah, is what you're trying to do. Get your point across, but not have people threatened. Yeah, Actually, I think that would kind of be a better way to describe what I was talking about with at work, I mean, you're yeah. getting you're getting your stuff done a- across, but you're trying to keep people involved in the whole process. That'd yeah. be that'd be a good way of saying it. I personally would say, out of all of these, when it comes to a relationship, yeah, I'd say relationship. The assertive one is probably the most healthy. Yeah, it is for a relationship. It does say at the bottom part of it though that people who are assertive may not be effective when interacting with individuals that threaten your personal safety. That's probably me. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> so if somebody's being a complete and total jerk, it's just not yeah. going to end up working out all that well for right. you. I gotcha. I gotcha. But you know, assertive is probably the best, but I think you're definitely the passive aggressive if I had a pointing to finger. I think you might be on to something. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so going ahead and kind of looking back at all these things, the passive, the aggressive, the passive aggressive and the assertive, Mm -hmm. I know we kind of touched on it, but if you could take a look at some relationships that are out there, what would be a good way to go ahead and looking at this if you had somebody that was Hmm. passive in your relationship? If you had somebody that was maybe a little too aggressive. Yeah. Somebody that was in that realm of passive aggressive yeah. or, or assertive. Now, I'm not talking about you show signs. I think all of us go <laughs> would, ahead and show would, signs, but yeah. one person that's overly Yeah. Passive. I would first of all say that whatever communication style the person is, is you're never going to change that. Um, don't try. that. That's not your goal. Yeah. You know, just understand that this is the communication style they are, and you just have to find ways to work around that or work with it or you know like move on right like with you and your sarcasm obviously like you said in the beginning i wasn't real fond of it It wasn't real funny to me no (laughs) but it's an element of you that i'm never going to be able to change but i also found out that you had no sense of humor (laughs) (laughs) that's not true see now was that a sarcasm was that was that passive aggressive yeah that was okay passive aggressive you are you really are i did not know that but now that i know i know (laughs) yes now you know you know exactly but that's just something in you that i'm never going to change it is elementally who you are oh heck yeah and i'm never going to change it so i either had to learn to deal with it Mm mm-hmm or, like you said, just walk away because you're not going to change that part of you. No, I think the only thing you could do, like I would see, say if there's somebody who was incredibly passive to the point where that's pretty much all they were in any way they'd communicate, 
I think there are ways you can get that person to be a little bit more aggressive right. in that. Um, it's a lot of question asking. Yeah, exactly. A lot of question asking, yeah. a lot of encouragement with the person, mm-hmm. a lot of all this stuff to, to help build up their confidence. And th- that's kind of one thing that I've noticed when you come with somebody who's incredibly passive mm-hmm. is the fact that there's a confidence issue in there. Yeah. I think the majority of people would like to say that they find themselves or would want to be in the position of passive aggressive or assertive. I think I a think lot of people who are passive also don't like conflict. Yeah. Don't like arguments, so they're going to do whatever they can to avoid those situations. Yeah. So I think, you know, the best part, the best thing you could do is, you know, obviously avoid getting in a huge confrontation about something. Yeah. Try to catch it before it gets to that point. Exactly. Because again, they're not going to change. They're going to avoid it at all costs. That's just how it is. Yep, and that's exactly it. I mean, go back to when you first met me. Obviously, there was a lot of passive aggressiveness that mm-hmm. was there on the other side of it it was passive a hundred percent passive mm-hmm. and now that side of me is something that you don't see that often no i kind of had that that weird mix of both of the two of them and i think what ended up happening is you took the time and helped me strengthen my passive aggressiveness to get my passiveness out of the way because it actually was causing more conflict for us versus the passive aggressiveness. Yeah, it was definitely one of those situations where it was always like, you never wanted to talk about anything. Let's just sweep it under the rug and pretend it didn't happen, and that was not boding well for us. No, no, it, it made <laughs> We things, were a sinking ship. Oh, heck yeah, it made things much worse for us. Yeah. And by going ahead and working on some of that stuff and getting some of that stuff fixed, mm-hmm. that, that was able to help us go ahead and move forward. Now, I think that could be something that you'd go ahead and do if you were to see somebody that were to have multiple... Things, communication styles, maybe encourage one or help the person encourage one that is going to be healthier for them long term. Whichever one you think will most help your relationship, I think, also. Yeah. You know? What would you go ahead and do? I know you just said this for passive, and I don't know, maybe you might have a different approach, but what would you go ahead and do, or how would you go ahead and approach someone who had more of that aggressive communication style? Oof. Um, I wouldn't respond too well to that because of my past. So I don't really know. I wouldn't really put myself in that situation. Sure. <laughs> no, that, that's exactly, it, it makes sense. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to be a part of that situation. No. Let's say that was the situation though. Mm-hmm. I honestly, thinking about that, because if you're predominantly aggressive, and I mean at least 70% of your conversations, 75% of your conversations are aggressive. I don't people know. People are always hostile. Exactly. I don't know how you could, because most of the time, those are the people that you just walk by and you're like, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, and that's he's a it. Jerk, yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. You don't want to have just tell anything to do with them. Because they give off that vibe of, you know, don't come in my personal space. Don't, you know, screw with me. Don't get on my nerves. They give off that vibe. Yeah. And I would have to say, being in a position where I'm being forced to work with people that are of all spectrums here of this. I would have to say I have been in a situation where I've worked with people that are aggressive. Yeah. And you know what I do? I just ignore them. Yeah. For the most part. If they want to go ahead and be that way, I just ignore them. So maybe I throw on my passiveness or maybe it's passive aggressiveness. Like I'm 
I'm giving you the silent treatment because I really don't care for anything that you have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm being aggressive in the way that I'm being passive. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but that's kind of what I would do. Mm-hmm. I've also had to go ahead and confront these people and be like, dude, get off my back. Yeah. Get off my back. I don't want to be here either. I don't want to work with you either. <laughs> yeah, I so don't like please, you very much either. So. Let's just go ahead and get through the day. Right. I don't know. That might be the only way to do it. I'd have to say the aggressive type is they pretty much need something traumatic in their life to change them. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's any way you can no. slip them away. Passive, yes, you can You can encourage them to be more confident in what they do. Those people would be hard to be in a relationship with. I really don't know how you could get around that. No. Because there are always those people that are constantly, you know, in your face. Or they're, you know, making body language that makes you feel, you know, uncomfortable or whatever. Very controlling. Yeah. Those people are just, like you said, unfortunately... There isn't really much you can do with those type of people. No. And I think this is one of those things that both you and I kind of don't really understand. Because you see that every once in a while out in the world. Where you see an incredibly aggressive person, usually the male, Mm -hmm. and a very incredibly passive female that's Mm -hmm. out there. And you have this relationship and you'll see these people and you'll see the, 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 the woman that's there. You're like, what are you doing? Leave. This is not healthy for you at all. Right. But they just don't because leave. they're because they're so passive. They just don't. They exactly. just kind of let that other person rule over them and rule over the relationship, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, that is very very unfortunate. I don't understand how it gets that way. I don't see how parents can encourage that incredibly incredibly high level of passiveness without going ahead and trying to encourage their kids to be a little bit more, so that when they become an adult or as they get older, they can avoid these these toxic relationships because that's what it is it's a toxic relationship i think for some situations i think some parents unfortunately do it because they like to be in control and if you have a passive child it's much easier to control them oh yeah i guess i see that so then they become passive adults and then they get in relationships where the person is very aggressive because that's kind of how their parents were with them and they just need that relationship to be that way no that makes sense that makes sense. I don't like it. I think that's yeah. terrible if you're doing that to your kid and not encouraging your kid to be the best possible them that they can be. You're kind of a failure as a parent. But, yeah, I guess if I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I don't like it. No. I, that's just my point of view from it, I think. No, it make, it, I like mean, I said, it makes sense. It's just I don't like that. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Not everybody's good either. You're looking very at it, true. You're looking at very it from true. you know those glasses that everybody's you know good and everybody's yeah. you know, and that's not the case. Not everybody is good. Not everybody is looking out for their children or whatever. They're looking out for themselves. Not everybody. You're right. Is I guess we way. all we all fall somewhere within that spectrum, somewhere between good and evil. Yeah. No one's pure good. No one's pure Mm-mm. evil. That's out there. We're all within that spectrum somewhere. Yeah. And some people are closer to the good than the evil. Some mm-hmm. people are closer to the evil than the good. Some people float around in the middle. Yes. I, I guess that makes sense. I, I try to not think about that. I try to think that everybody wants to do good, mm-hmm. but I forget that that's not the case. No, that is not the case. <laughs> Maybe if there was more communication in what they were doing. <laughs> Maybe, you never know. Maybe then they'd have their stuff together, right? <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that uh, 100%. Now, talking about something that happens to me an absolute ton with me being that passive-aggressive sarcasm <laughs> sort of thing. Miscommunication. 
It's the anti-communication that's out there. <laughs> and it happens to me a lot. Yeah. How can that affect a relationship? What are we looking for when we're looking at miscommunication in the whole nine yards? So what are you exactly asking me to... Well, there's a lot there. So which question did you want me to hit first? <laughs> what What are you looking at when I say miscommunication? That would be a good way to look at that. Ooh, again, this is a very broad subject with lots of little barbs off of it, I think. But I think, you know, a lot of our miscommunication has come in the forms of somebody will say something and it's not taken exactly the way that they thought it was going to be taken. Yeah. And then it tends to start an argument. <laughs> well, that's weird. Kind of like when I may or may not tell a joke and you may or may not take my joke seriously and you may or may not get very agitated with me. It's not just I... me, though, because even the kids sometimes are like thinking you're being serious, but apparently you were oh, joking. There was, there was one time was really good just the other week. Uh, it happened to be a day where someone brought food in to work. It was mm -hmm. kind of nice for lunch. And you were talking about maybe us going ahead and ordering food and I picking it up yeah. on the way home. And I, I like, oh, man, that'd be, I'd be terrible. I'd be such an inconvenience yeah. to go ahead and have to stop and get food. And everybody mm -hmm. thought I was serious. Yeah. It wasn't until like two, three days later that I explained to you a little bit more in detail. But it was, but the thing is, is you could be saying that and you could have been totally being the, that was the truth and you were just saying it. And then you're covering up saying it wasn't. How do I know? Because I'm very good at keeping a straight face at a lot of different things. I think that's kind of one of those things. And I, I try and keep it that way for at work. Just to kind of keep people on edge. You see, being serious, there's a goofing around. We'll wait and see. You okay, know, you one can, of those You cannot do that here. We would just like to know exactly what's going on. Because otherwise, we don't know what's going on. But it adds to the dad joke level of awesomeness. When I tell a good dad it joke. It doesn't when the kids think you're an serious. angry jerk. <laughs> Well, that was just a bystander, you know? It didn't mean that. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, that's exactly it. It does come in all sorts of forms when we're looking at this stuff, and I think you are right. That is a good example. Somebody says something, it doesn't get taken the right way. Like, I meant that as a joke. You guys didn't take it as a joke because yeah. I was spot on. I just want to say a performance was awesome. <laughs> but that's not always the case. The biggest thing is that after there is that communication, to try and talk it out. I know that's one thing I do with you a ton. If I know I say something and I'm meaning it as a joke or we're trying to goofballing around and you get upset by what I say, yeah, I do what I can. You're not very good at finding the line of when to stop. Maybe. I take that time <laughs> and I try and talk to you just to say, hey, this is kind of where I'm at with this. I really didn't mean it that way. And just try and... Set the record straight, I guess, would be a good way to try and make the peace yeah. because you obviously don't intend to do it that way. Right. Unfortunately, I'm going to go on a bold, bold statement here, guys. Mark it down on the calendar. Guys may say things more often that get misunderstood versus women. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that. That's because guys are more brazen and they kind of have less filter and they're just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to say this and see what happens. And then they're like, oh, that just really backfired in my face. And yeah. You, where women, they are way more strategic about what they say and how they say it. Yeah. And they have thought about whatever it is they were going to say for quite some time before it comes out of their mouth. Oh, I know completely. I completely know what you're talking about. Uh, I do have a question for you, Mama Locke. When it comes to communicating, do you 
got a couple things that people should try and not do when they're trying to communicate with somebody to um, make it simpler, keep the peace, be be friendly and welcoming and all that jazz. I would say don't be dis- disrespectful. Like, don't be, you know, don't talk down to people. Don't be calling people names. Don't, you know, that kind of stuff. Don't be childish. Well, <laughs> I may be asking a bit much. <laughs> um, I would say don't ignore your partner or their what they're feeling. I think that's something that you and I, that was key yeah. to how our relationship finally kind of clicked when we were in therapy. Yeah. Is when she was telling us that, you know, when the person says, I feel this, don't rebut back with, well, I, the intent wasn't to make you feel that way. Yeah. It should always come more of, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Yeah. Because what you're doing is telling them that their feelings didn't matter. No, th- yeah, and I know I, I'll do that too. And that's another, I guess, would be a good way to say another form of miscommunication because... You may be feeling one way, and I say, well, I didn't mean it that way. There's no reason for you to be upset by what I said. Yeah. You're, you're, you're being ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> you're being ridiculous. But no, yeah. it, it's what I said actually made you feel a certain way. Right. Made it, usually it'll make you feel bad or whatever. And like you said, the intent isn't to make the person feel bad. But when you make certain comments like that, it usually does. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just does. <laughs> and, and what would you go ahead and say if for some reason uh, you say whatever it is, I say, hey, you know, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I'm sorry, this, that, and the other thing. You're not buying it. <laughs> you get even more mad because now you feel like I'm patronizing you. What's a good thing to do? Probably if it gets too bad, uh, walk away. Good call. Uh, there I have usually, been times where I've done it, or I've I, been like, you just need to walk away at this point, because you're just making it worse. Yeah, that, those are usually <laughs> the times that I do something to try and be constructive, and that's when lots of dishes and vacuuming and all sorts of stuff get done, because it's like, I don't know what to do. I'm yeah. just going to start vacuuming and doing dishes, because Mama Lock Nuts loves that stuff, so right. uh, that's that's all the thing you can do. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. It, it, it helps. Right. And then... Sorry about that, guys. Rosie the farm dog is in here with us, and she kind of rolled around into a pile of... I don't even know what the heck that is over there. Some decorations we haven't put up yet in the room, so... <laughs> Sorry about that, but uh, getting getting back to this, you know... Yeah, sometimes walking away is the best thing that you can possibly do, because sometimes time does help. Right. Well, when you're to a point where you're so frustrated, you're so angry, and you're just going around in circles, sometimes walking away and breathing and taking Mm -hmm. that moment is just what you need. No, yeah, it's exactly it. And you don't want to go ahead and go into the situation assuming this is what you're feeling. This is You want to go into it assuming that this is what's going to happen. I hate the, say, the saying of assuming makes an Ooh, ass out yeah. of you and me. <laughs> I don't like that. I think that's a terrible, terrible thing because sometimes it is safe to assume something. Yes. Like, if you want to say educated guess, say educated guess. It if my body language thing. is giving off a vibe of I'm not happy, you can assume I'm not happy. And assume that and you're not there happy. There are just certain yes. situations where you can just assume that... You're, it's not going to go well for no, you. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. And, and one of the key things that I would have to say that I learned from a lot of this stuff that we've gone through with mm-hmm. these miscommunications and whatnot is taking some time and listening through what you have to say versus you saying two, three things and be like, wait a minute, I, I got to stand my ground and defend myself here for a second. Hang tight. No, just kind of let it go through, not completely ignoring, not seeming like you're disinterested but just listening to you and trying to listen to what you're actually saying Mm -hmm. instead of 
me being defensive that you're accusing me of something. <laughs> and when you're being attacked like that, because that's yeah. what accusing is, you're yeah. attacking the other yeah. person, don't get defensive and feel like i got to fight you right away. <laughs> yeah, don't feel like you have to come up with ten rebuttals to their one, because that's not necessary. No, It's not exactly constructive, it. and it definitely doesn't help. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie, it took me a while to get past that, to get yeah. to a point where I need to actually listen to what you're saying. And now that I do that, that is the one thing I cannot stand more than anything else. When I'm trying to not necessarily talk to you, but talk to somebody else, and instantly after every word, well, it's this, or well, it's that. Yeah, well, I don't know. Excuse. It's like, well, would you calm down and let me get my feelings up or whatever it is? Because <laughs> yeah. honest to God, what I'm trying to say really doesn't, I don't care what you have to say. Right. I want to say what I have to say, and I want you to listen to what I have to say without trying to downplay it. Right. And or I ignore think, you, or, or yes. you know, make you know make you feel like whatever you're saying isn't important. Again, people want to feel like whatever they're saying is being heard, and it matters. Yeah. And if you do that, they don't feel that way, and it makes people yeah. feel bad. Yes, listening is probably one of the most underrated aspects of communication that's out there. Yeah. Most people think about communication as the the physical body language that people give off, the the tone and, and verbiage that actually comes out of people's mouths. But one of the most un- important and underrated part of it is listening. Yeah. Don't worry. That skill I have very well, don't I? I can remember conversations pretty well. Yeah. That does not bode well for you. Recently, your brain has been jello, though, so it's, <laughs> you've kind of been brought down to my level. <laughs> And your level of confusion with a lot of situations is going through the roof, and I love it. I feel like we're on the same page. It is so helpful. <laughs> but no, that is one thing that you can do. Plus, listening and hearing is something that you kind of have to do because I don't know if you guys notice this. I talk a little bit. Yeah. Just to hear more than Mama Locke. Just a little bit more. So... You have a lot of thoughts in those that brain of yours, and you I need know. to share all of them. I know. There's all at a... one time sometimes. That can be very confusing. Oh, I know. There's a time for a short story, and I believe every time has a short story linked to it. And every, <laughs> yeah, there's like five the other world, stories. Everything in the world has a short story. So it's just a matter of being able to get all that out. Yeah. Listening to something you've really gotten good at. And actually, it's really funny, because most of the time, you will tell the kids or something like that or the kids are like well dad wasn't even listening i stop what i do i rattle back exactly what you guys said and just carry on what i'm doing and everyone's like oh dad was listening well dad of course has to listen gosh he's been trying to work on this relationship with mom for years for now crying out loud he's learned something my gosh my gosh i'm into the zone sometimes where i'm doing something and they'll all be talking and they'll be like mom did you hear what i said nope i wasn't listening that wasn't time even listening but then they'll be doing something later and then i'll listen to everything and then they'll be i'll be like did you guys just say da 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 and they're like hey you were listening this time <laughs> i'm like yes i can selectively choose when i choose to listen to all the stuff that is going on exactly that's exactly it so i mean there's all these different types of communication that are out there the passive the aggressive passive aggressive assertive you have the miscommunication which is a big negative factor on things yeah you can't necessarily go and change everything about everybody they definitely go ahead and affect a lot of the ins and outs and how people do stuff 
And then there's listening. Yeah, I would say another big thing is, is like, if there's no communication or you're, you know, you don't know how to communicate, the other person is going to, you know, obviously have that fear of, you know, what's going on, what, you know, what did I do wrong, what, you know, and they make it a lot of their fault, too. Yeah, I think the whole silence is violence is just complete and total BS. But if you go ahead I've and listen... I've never heard that before. Silence is violence? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Words are violence and silence is violence, so you're screwed no matter what. Huh. It's weird. Either way... They say silence is violence, and I, I don't, like I said, I don't agree with that. But if you go ahead and take a look at it, silence can lead to imagination. Yes. And imagination can run wild. Mm -hmm. So with you standing there looking at me, you might be thinking about, gosh darn it, he is so handsome. <laughs> I love him to pieces. And I could be sitting there looking at you and thinking, oh my God, she's going to kill me. Oh. She's going to kill me in the middle of the night, and I'm never going to make it. No, I'm just going to draw a unibrow for you. Or draw a unibrow on my forehead <laughs> with a sharpie or something like that. Silence is another thing that is, it's not always the best thing. No. you, you got to work on communicating. Yep. Communicating, communicating, communicating. Yes. It is key. It is. Without communication. You might as well just give up. Might as well give up. Yep. And from our house to yours. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by.